0: Hi, y'all. I'm Opal. And I'm Pearl.
1: And we are the hosts of Southern Fried Frights. Absolutely, we are skeptical, self appointed, non committal, porch swinging investigators. Our tall tales are a bushel of gruesome gossip, a peck of haunting
0: hearsay, and a pinch of salty sass.
1: Lean in and listen to stories of the unearthly, unexplained, and incomprehensible.
0: Send us your WTF What the Fright stories to Southern Fried Frights at Outlook.com to be read from the swing.
1: Today's Fright is really a blessing. We have stories and close encounters with angels. Hi, this is Opal. And this is my story of when I heard an angel. When my grandmother suddenly took ill, I was not terribly surprised. It was to be expected. She was in her mid nineties and the last time I visited, she wasn't in great spirits and not her usual self. Despite her age, she was still living on the family farm with my uncle and up until recently was very independent. She was strong-willed, hard-working, and a faithful Christian. I lived in a different state and was not able to see her as often as I liked. I called my uncle so he could catch me up on her condition. It was bleak. She was for the most part on bed rest and could on occasion sit in her rocker. He told me that there were some strange things going on in the house. It seems that a spirit of a young girl had been appearing often by grandma's side. I was surprised grandma's house was not haunted. He went on to tell me that she first made herself known last week. I was at the stove frying a hamburger. I looked to my right and there she was standing at my side. I asked, how the hell did you get in here? He described her as having long red hair that was pulled back with a ribbon. She wore a blue dress with an apron, white stockings, and black shoes. She was covered in a soft glow, her face comforting, angelic. She simply giggled and skipped away. I followed her into the dining room, but she just disappeared. Since, she has appeared several times, usually. Grandma's side while she sits in her chair or at her bedside. Lights turn on and off, the garage door will open and close on its own. She will say hello, giggle, or laugh, or mock you by repeating your words. I was skeptical. Maybe he was just tired or grieving the inevitable. Two weeks later, early on a Sunday morning, my mom passed away after a long battle with dementia. I was, along with my dad and siblings, by her side when she took her last peaceful breath. She was a Christian before she lost her thoughts and was robbed of her ability to speak. Always a planner, she had prepared for her everlasting life. When I left her room at the nursing home, I remembered 2 Timothy 4.7. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. It was so fitting for my mom's fight with the disease. Unfortunately, she left the reality of this world five years prior, but she held on, refusing to give up. I called my uncle. I tearfully let him know that she was gone. He would have been with us, but grandma was failing rapidly. Hospice had been called. My mom's mother's life was also fast approaching the end. I let him know that I would be at the farm as soon as I could to say my earthly goodbyes. I pulled into the drive of the farm and I wondered how many times my mother had taken this same path to the front door of her childhood home. I did not bother to knock. My uncle met me at the door and gave me a big hug. He guided me to where a hospital bed had been set up in the parlor. Grandma, like my mother, lay peaceful her breathing shallow death was close I sat down in grandma's rocker I remembered that every evening before bed she would sit in the rocker and read a prayer card for each of her grandchildren I asked my uncle if I could have my prayer he sent me in grandma's bedroom in the back of the house to look in the bible on her nightstand Grandma's bed was made up with an old quilt that I am sure she had when I was a young child. The bed was perfect, not one wrinkle, like she made it that morning when she got up. The room smelled like her soap and homemade sugar cookies. When I did not see the Bible on the nightstand, I pulled open the drawer, nothing. I left the room somewhat disappointed. Did you find it? He asked. No, the Bible's not there and the drawer is empty. He suggested that it may be in her vanity. I will go with you to help you look. We knelt on each side of the vanity. As we rummaged through the drawers, we chatted about the things she kept, old trinkets and such. Suddenly, in the space between us, I heard a little girl say, "Hi, Mary," and giggle. I looked at my uncle, with white eyes and could feel the blood drain from my face my ears were ringing i had forgotten about the little ghost girl i turned to look over my shoulder no one was there i stood to leave i wasn't staying he could send me the prayer my uncle grabbed my wrist where are you going there's nothing to be afraid of she can't hurt you i was horrified by his suggestion to stay I love my uncle, but if he did not let go, I would resort to violence. As if reading my mind, he released me. My heart pounding, I ran down the hall. My uncle followed much slower and chuckled when he saw me ready to bolt out the door. I stayed for a little while longer and left. My grandma died early Wednesday morning, just three days after my mother Mary. Much like her daughter, she passed away peacefully. I do believe that my grandma was not alone. My mom and an angel were there to escort her soul safely into heaven. Hi,
0: I'm Pearl, and this is a true story of my angel sighting. As a child, we learn from our parents. We absorb and follow in the footsteps of what we have seen without even knowing. From the earliest memory I have, I remember how truly frightened my mother was of storms. She kept a few necessities in her walk-in closet just in case. Flashlights, blankets, a first aid kit, and pillows. One night when I was eight, I started my bedtime routine. Put on my pajamas, white cotton with a little ruffle on the sleeve and tiny pink roses all over. Teeth were brushed. And my hair was still damp when I crawled into bed and snuggled under the pink sheets and green down comforter. I've always been a very good sleeper and a wonderful child, for that matter. I listened to my mom. I did well in school. I always was very creative. But what defined me most was my church and my religion. My love for Jesus knew no bounds and still doesn't to this day. My mom and I went to church every Sunday and Wednesday. I even wanted to be a nun when I grew up, despite us being Baptist. My mom came into my room, kissed me goodnight, and said prayers with me. As I lay in bed in my room, I started to fall asleep. I could hear the rain gently patting on the window. Some time later, I was woken with a startling boom of thunder and a lightning strike that lit up my entire room like the lights had been turned on. I could hear the howl of the wind out the huge double window and the tree limbs bent so far they were tapping on the glass. As the storm worsened I curled in my bed, pulled the covers over my head, and little tears started to fall as I closed my eyes tighter. I could hear the house squeaking as the wind started to pick up. I plugged my ears and started to pray as panic set in. Dear Lord, please let this storm stop Please, send an angel to watch over me. Keep my mom and I safe, please, Lord. Amen. Just as I spoke the very last word, I slowly came out from under the blanket and felt a calm wash over me like I had never felt before. When fully out, I opened my eyes to see a soft white glow that gave me a warm, serene, peaceful feeling. As I stared at the glow above my bed, I could see the face of a man. It was soft and comforting with the kindest and warmest eyes that made me feel so safe. Without saying a word, I could hear him speak to me like he was in my mind. You and your mother are safe, sleep now. His voice was soft and smooth like velvet over my ears. I was instantly calm and serene. I drifted to sleep as the wind and the rain started to let up. By morning, the sky was blue and the clouds were big, fluffy, white, and my angel was gone, and we were all safe. Wow, really good stories. Yeah, there's great. I like the the true. I know. Uh, so my my story was my own true encounter. So was mine. So it's um pretty interesting because I've had encounters from angels and demon encounters. So. It's definitely interesting to know your feelings that you have when you've had each of those so different.
1: Yeah, Yeah, mine, you know, like I said, I don't really believe in angels in the way that most people believe in angels. Sure. I don't, you know, I don't believe that people when they pass because they were angelic on earth, that they're also going to be angelic in heaven. Right. I do believe they're in heaven. I just don't believe or they're with the Lord. Right. I just don't believe that you know people are made into angels because because the bible indicates that um when the angels were made or created by god those were the angels he wasn't creating anymore that's all there is correct so um that's why i don't believe in angels in the way that others do i do believe that there are spirits right I definitely believe that because that's in the Bible too. Jesus was a spirit. He wandered right, right. after he passed. I mean, after right. he rose from the dead, he wandered around. Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe they're spirits. Right. So, well, I mean, it says
0: um, in Luke twenty thirty six, and they can no longer die, for they are like angels. They are God's children, since they are God's children of the resurrection. Angels have been around since
1: right. god created them yeah
0: uh-huh. there is yeah they i mean they're immortal mm-hmm. spiritual beings just like god is almost so right
1: right yeah. and then when lucifer fell uh-huh. he was an angel that's right and he also took other angels with him yeah so it is said and believed now uh, a lot of the scholars might stand behind this i've heard it a lot uh-huh. That one third of the angels created by God followed Lucifer. Yes, I heard so that too. He has demons; those are demon angels that are wandering the earth, just like angels from God. Yeah, are also wandering. Right. Well, this said um, that angels
0: have emotions; they actually have emotions, mm-hmm. um, and they do. Ha- they had the choice. To choose to rebel against God uh, and with Satan or not. So they do possess a a will, even a desire as well. Yes, they do. So it's very interesting that God did not, you know, take that from them as well. They even, he even gave his own special beings like this, you know, like Uh we all have will. Right. So that's very Uh interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and you know, two thirds, which is vast majority, have chosen to mm-hmm. stay with him. So yeah. they
1: made the right choice. Yes, they did. Uh-huh. I could say yes. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I believe that. But um, you know, I do believe they are wandering uh, the earth, and they. I believe. I don't believe you can summon them. I mean, uh, I could be right, wrong. Right. I don't, I don't think you should. You should always go to God or to exactly Jesus before. I don't want to summon an angel now. He. May send you an angel. Send you one, yes. Which is what he did. Mm-hmm. I, I
0: really do think, and, and I saw it as a child the way you would see an angel in a movie because that's what you know. He's not going to send a, what an angel truly looks, looks like, like because yes. they are spirits mm-hmm. and they look completely different than we think. We'll get into that. But he's not going to send them in their natural form. That would scare the crap out of a child. Yes. But... In there, and in, in a angelic state that we know is different. So, right. but I do
1: think God will send them to you, right? And there's no mention in the Bible. And the reason why we're referencing the Bible is because that's where angels are at, right? But different
0: angels have different purposes, right? Which
1: is so, which is interesting as well. Yeah, and then there's also uh also one thing that I read just so because we have you know lucifer's followers his angels and we have god's angels Uh-huh. as a christian if you are a christian you cannot be possessed by a demon amen that is actually in the bible based on an evil angels do not have any authority over a true christian wow demon angels you can just say be gone from me. Right. And they should, because absolutely. if you're a Christian, they have no authority over you. Absolutely. The demon cannot, you can't be possessed by a, a evil angel. Right.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Okay. Um, We have a few other little stories mm-hmm. that we'd like to tell you guys about. Um, I have one. Uh, as a tribute to the lives lost on 9-11... Uh, Twin light beams uh, into the city from sunset to sunrise happen every anniversary. So in 2016, um, a man was in Hoboken. His name is Rich. He was in Hoboken, New Jersey, taking photos of the light from across the Hudson River. And he realized he captured more than just the beams in one shot. Um, The image, according to the man, is a figure of an angel floating in the night sky although some say the sighting is just an unusual cloud formation he um really does believe that it's an angel watching wow. over do
1: you have a picture area. of that do we actually have a picture of it that I'll, we could post on i'll look it up okay so i'll see if find, we can find a picture of it yeah. i mean that would be great yeah i will i will look that up what do you have i have actually another um encounter okay that, um actually happened to my grandmother Uh, about angels so she was uh suffering with stomach cancer she was terminal and she'd always been a real strong christian woman and um i went to see her about three days before she passed Mm -hmm. so i go into her and she was still at home you know she wanted to die at home and she was in such good spirits for being someone that was in so much pain she was in really good spirits And um, the first thing she said to me when I walked in the room was, well, I must be dying because you're here. So (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) It's like, okay, grandma. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we were talking and um, she says to me, she said, um, so I sit down and, you know, we're talking and then I get up and I sit by her side and, you know, I'm talking to her, I'm holding her hand, just Mm -hmm. talking to her. And she says, "Uh, you see that chair over there? I said yeah and she goes there's a man sitting in that chair over there and he tells me that my life is he's coming for me he's going to be taking me to the lord and she was blind uh uh-huh she could not see she was blind right and my other thought because this is my mind because i'm me i thought oh my lord i was just sitting on his lap (laughs) <laughs> that's all I could think of. I'm like, oh, you know, it just gave me chills. And yeah. she's like, don't you worry about me. She said, I'm going to the place. Yeah, I'm going to the place. Yeah, that's and her name was Beulah. Uh huh. And Beulah Land is actually in the Bible. Wow. Um, and it was a place of um of peace. So that's
0: that's a very common for people who are pa- who are dying. Yeah. Um, or right on that brink, they see a loved right. one family member
1: who comes for them. Yeah. And I think they are sent by, like similar to my story, you know, my mom came for her mother. She came for her mother. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you feel more comfort if you know that you're passing, you know, you know, you're near the end and you know, we're not supposed to be afraid if you're you're not really supposed to be afraid. Right. It's a better place to be. Absolutely. You know, you know, absent from the body, present with the Lord. Right. And I think though, you would be more apt not to, to, Feel more comfort if you see a family member that may have passed before you. Yes. Because if my mom was coming for me, I would definitely Oh yeah. I would be like, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. My mom is coming for me. I'm going. Absolutely. You'd you'd feel more at ease to come into the next life. So I think that's probably what the plan was is for her to come and get her mom and I agree and lead her there so yeah. i i think that's that's it i don't i don't think she was an angel uh-huh. i i just feel like she was sent uh uh-huh. she does help her I, <laughs> I think she's a helper i think sometimes yeah. god gives people that power to be i agree with that to help the angels i mean i agree with you you know i i just think that that was the the meaning of my mom's spirit lingering yeah. i agree yeah i think that's beautiful yeah that was a really great story about my grandmother i felt so much better Absolutely. It's kind of odd how um, a, a
0: person, when you know that they're going to heaven, like how mm-hmm. you feel of you that feel, comfort about their passing. I mean, you're going to miss them. Sure.
1: You know, grieving is for the, the living, not for the dead. Yes. And uh, you are going to miss them. But then when you know you're going to see them again, I mean, that makes it even, it's like, I'm going to see her again. And she will be different. She'll be able to see me. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. She'll be able to see me because her eyes will be (laughs) opened. (laughs) Did you know that your
0: body can only feel seven, it's like seven minutes of true grief. All the grief we experience past that is like just our remembrance of what that grief was like really yeah it's so it's like reliving it's like just kind of replaying it
1: well you go through the steps of grieving yeah right it's very interesting the way that works but like when my
0: when my grandfather passed my mother called and told me and i i mean he was everything to me and um i just remember he he was religious but he took religion very personally. He did not share. That was not him. Mm-hmm. He always said, this is a personal thing. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going out to church. I have my own you know, thing with God. We're good. But when she told me, I always thought I would be a mess. I just instantly had this like, Phew, yeah, he's finally up in heaven with my grandma. Mm-hmm. I just, it was really crazy how just the instant heartwarming relief i had
1: well also it was natural yeah it's natural he's older he should die before you yes. he should die before your mom i mean that's how it works he it's was natural. in his mid 90s he was almost 94
0: i ever since i can remember and he loved my grandmother never loved another woman she died when i was 2 oh he was alone oh so sad missed her every day and um he used to i just i can't wait till i die I'm just ready to go.
1: Ready to see her.
0: He's just, when he got older, he just was, you know, he's like, I'm just ready to go. Mm -hmm.
1: I think you get to that.
0: And he, it just was so comforting. Like I just felt them together
1: and it was just, I was like, wow, it's different. I don't think I'm afraid to die. There's two things going on here. Yeah. I don't want to leave too soon because I don't want to leave my loved ones. Yes. And the other thing is I don't want it to hurt. Yeah, I'm afraid of the way that I'm going to die. Right. I don't want it to hurt. I just want to close my eyes. Absolutely. Like my mom did. It's like and my, grandma, my grandpa passed right in his
0: sleep. Never even knew it happened. That's what I want. Oh. I, I don't
1: just what? pass away. Yes, yes. I don't want this. That is a blessing. Yeah, I don't want the painful, but, you know, I think it just depends on the person, too. Absolutely. That's my only thing. It's like, I won't be ready to go. That's the one thing I'll be fighting it. Sure. And I will be afraid it will hurt. Right.
0: Now, if I were to go today, I would be, I mean, I don't want to miss out on my children's lives and right. the things that they're going to do and see them grow and all of that. But um, so, I mean, I I really hope that does not happen for me. But God's plan is God's plan. But um, I think he's got a bigger plan. Than yeah, me passing today. Yeah, well, I can't so.
1: go today. My roots aren't done. Yeah, <laughs> listen, and I do not touch dead people. Okay, <laughs> I have a very strict rule. Against I don't have. It. I don't. My roots are not done. I don't want to go this way. Yeah, <laughs> I can go. I cannot go looking like this. Oh gosh.
0: Okay. Um. Let's see. Okay, I have one. A man was diagnosed with bone cancer when he was eight years old. Well, so he was a boy. Um During his two week hospital stay, they uh, were treating an infection. A nurse came into the hospital room. Um, as he slept, the mother spoke with the nurse, who was wearing like a 1960s uniform, which she thought was strange. Mom thought that was weird because this was not this was like the 90s. Um, the nurse told Luke's mom she would pray for his healing before exiting. Luke, the little boy. Fully healed from his infection, is now cancer-free, and both Luke and his mom believe that that nurse was an an angel that healed him, like,
1: because they can heal Mm -hmm. through the power of the Lord. Absolutely, they can. Well, they're sent as a messenger yeah, Absolutely. And what's that message they're bringing. Yep. It doesn't necessarily have to be a verbal message. Absolutely. It could be a healing. Yep. I mean, that's the way I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know if that's, I'm sure there's preachers <laughs> listed. They'd be like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Right. But that's my feeling on yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think it always has to be a word. It can be a touch, yes, or a feeling. I mean, listen, or an action that someone else you see something else where you become the where you become someone to help out an angel. Well, Jesus told his disciples, you know, I'm going to have you all
0: spread out and do these, you know, amazing acts in my name. Right. Go heal people, Mm -hmm. turn water to wine, fix. You know, do these things in my name and
1: gave authority to those people. God can give authority, authority. Mm -hmm. yes. I believe, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, of course, He can, He can do anything, He can do anything. That's right, yeah. At least my God can, can. yep. (laughs) My God is an awesome God, that's right. Okay, so I have, this is a really good story, too. Kind of like a feel-good story uh-huh. uh, about an angel. Now, this is a uh, an individual, one evening, his name is Peter, uh, he decided to take a shortcut across the moors. Oh. Uh, it's dark. The night wasn't like a real dark night, no moon out. And um, he knew there was a deserted limestone quarry close by, But he thought he was skirting it. Okay. Okay. Suddenly someone called him in an urgent. Peter. Yelling out his name. Yeah. And he stopped and he said, yes, who is it? But there was just the sound was just the wind. That's all he heard. Oh, my God. So he walked a few more paces further into the darkness. And when the voice came again, yelling, Peter, he stopped dead His foot hit something and he stumbled, falling to his knees. His hand reached for the ground, but there was none there. He was on the edge of the quarry. Oh, my gosh. Someone was yelling for him to stop. And he believes that was an angel. Wow. Saving him from from death. Could be. Absolutely. Don't take the shortcut in the dark. Yeah. So he might have heard an angel's voice.
0: Yeah, Jesus said it was not his time.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So he might have heard an angel's voice and that's yeah. what he feels. He yeah. feels that he did.
0: So there are lots of movies about seeing angels experiences. Um I cannot think of what the the one with the little boy.
1: The little boy. The yeah, little drummer I- boy? No. No, the <laughs> little boy Christmas that actually one. goes to heaven. Oh, um heaven is real. Heaven is real. Yeah. Yes, I watched that. Did you did you watch it? Oh yeah. That was interesting. How he knew? Uh-huh. I just downloaded um,
0: a an app on our TV for my kids. Because, you know, listen, I am going to admit it. I let the TV babysit my kids sometimes. Okay? Got to do it sometimes. But I downloaded Pure Flix. Oh, you did? Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good... And I've, been, I've seen it. Is it good? I, well, I've been watching the kids' stuff. Mm-hmm. You know it's all car some of it's kind with of the kids, terrible quality, cheesy, you know, not I mean like not good acting no the the drawings aren't some of the stuff is you know just okay, yeah, um, but they have a lot of
1: cute stuff for kids, yeah, it's great. I love it so on that same line about movies, um it's a wonderful life. Have you seen it with Jimmy Stewart wearing angel Clarence? <coughs> Have you seen that movie? I've seen With Jimmy it. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Did you know it was a box office failure? What? Yeah. It came out in 1946, oh, and wow. they considered it to be a box office failure when it released. That's my stepmom's favorite. And Christmas now it's movie. a Christmas classic. That's yeah. a long movie. Oh, very like two and a half hours long. Yeah, but it's got a good story to it. Yeah. But I hate to disappoint. When a bell rings, angels do not get their wings. Oh. Okay. There's no truth to that.
0: Well. Some angels do have wings, but not in the sense that we think of them. They look totally different. <laughs> so how do they look? um so well, I'll tell you a little about angels just quickly. They are messengers, so hebrews one fourteen they um are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. oh. Um so they carry out God's command on earth, they pass on God's messages, and they guard us and show up in human form occasionally to render help to people on earth, like the nurse we heard about. Um, it's whatever the will of God is is what they carry out. Some are uh, warring angels and those meant for destruction. So Psalm 7849. He unleashed against them in his hot anger, his wrath, indignation, and hostility a band of destroying angels. Biblically accurate angels uh, make up God's heavenly army. They constitute the warriors that went to uh, the war in heaven before Satan's fall. There was a big war in heaven. Right. Um, and they can still provoke war and destruction
1: at God's command. And that's Gabriel. Gabriel mm-hmm. and Michael. Archangels or king they are warring angels, I believe, and Gabriel is the angel that came to Mary. Yeah, so they, I mean, they can be warring angels, but they're going
0: to do whatever God tells them to Mm do. He said, "Hey, I need you to go tell Mary she's going to have a bun in the oven. Yeah, that's my son. She's got something cooking. Yeah, so here he goes. Um, they are obviously not to be worshipped. They are servants to God. So, um. Um, There are different types of angels having different looks. So um, in Revelation 4, 8, it mentions four living creatures before God's throne that had six wings and were covered with eyes all around, even under their wings. So that would be um, seraphim. A seraphim? Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezekiel 1, 16 through 18. A wheel within a wheel with each of their four rims filled with eyes all around. So these particular angels served as the wheels of God's throne. Uh, so those would be the throne angels. So they look like um, rings. Okay. All within each other covered in eyeballs. And are they
1: the ones that sing the song to... To God. Holy, holy, holy Lord. That's a great question. I wonder if they're the ones that sing. That's what they sing constantly.
0: That is a great question.
1: Okay. Um, oh, I got to go. I got a lot of them.
0: <laughs> Ezekiel ten fourteen talks
1: about cherubim. Cherubims? that Cherubims. I think, I, is it pronounced cherub? Cherubins? I'm Cherubins? thinking cherubs. Cherubs, so like I don't know. cherub? Cherubin? Yeah. yeah. Either way. Either um, you know what we mean. Yeah. Potato, patata <laughs> from the toilet. Yeah. yeah who cares? <laughs> um, they have four
0: wings, four faces, one of a lion, an ox, a man, and an eagle. So it's like got four heads.
1: Okay. Basically. And that's, what, that's how God sees them. And then if they come to Earth, they, we see them as humans. Yes. So here's the cherubim. them. Okay. So what you're saying is, is that when that nurse came, it was in the, the look of a what, woman of a woman because yep. that's what she would have responded to. Absolutely. Not something like that. Correct. That looks so.
0: I'm not going to lie. If I saw something with four heads, three of them being animal and, um, a bunch of eyeballs. And so I would have a a fit. I would, I, know. I would,
1: I'd probably fall right over. I know you probably have a heart attack. Yeah. I know I would. I'd fall right out. I'd be like, uh, this I would is think the scary. devil's coming for me. Yeah, yeah, really.
0: yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Then you have uh, Daniel eight fifteen. Some describe them as um, men in human form. So Daniel describes the one that appeared to him as having the form of a man. So they do mm-hmm. come in all different. Yeah, you know, whatever is going to comfort that person the most probably but that in
1: really in reality it's not those angels like uh, they're men most like gabriel michael they would be male but some of them are what we would call male not male or female they're an it yeah
0: because they don't have they don't
1: have a, a it's like they don't have
0: a, any like genetically defining features right. Ge- like they, they don't have any features that one. makes it's, them any yeah uh, yeah yeah there's not any of that yeah they're in a class of their own because they're spirits. Um, okay. Uh, Genesis eighteen twenty two. Uh, that was another. The same angels led Lot and his family out of the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, and they looked like humans. Luke 24, 4. Uh, angels at the tomb, at Jesus' tomb, when he had risen, there were two men in dazzling
1: clothes.
0: So, I don't know if that means they were glittery, sparkly, shiny. Maybe
1: they had like the light. The light light. glowing. Uh Uh-huh. Like a golden light. Right.
0: Um, Acts 1.10. Two men with white cloths who addressed um, the disciples. So, people assume that those were angels. Um, Oh, so, I mean, we know. It says, just imagine one of the bizarre-looking angels around God's throne appearing to a human to give them his message. The words fear not would not do in the slightest to uh, quell their fears. Really? that That's probably not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, because as I have some pictures that I can post along with this. I mean, some of them, like this is the archangels, they look very... Um, battle ready Uh right right so with drawn swords and some of them do look but i think that's more how they're portrayed to us um but yeah like the seraphim and the cherubim and the thrones like with the multiple heads tons of wings and big eyeballs everywhere like yeah come on
1: that's where mama got the idea i've got eyes in the back of my head exactly (laughs) i've got eyes under my wings So I'm going to start telling my kids. Don't make me use them. Right. So there
0: are tiers of angels. Oh. So the seraphim, their name translates to the burning ones. Uh, Six wings, two to cover their feet, two for their flight, two covering their face. So they do fly? I guess so. They are attendants at God's throne and praise Him forever. So, those are, those are the ones the,
1: singing. Those are the ones, holy, holy, holy Lord. Yes. That sing that after one, right? It just keeps repeating it. They just keep repeating it. Yes.
0: So, that's them. And then you have the cherubim. Uh, they have four wings, two covering their feet, two for flight. They have four faces the human, the lion, the ox, and the eagle. Their name means fulfillment of wisdom. The devil was once a cherub. Really? Yes. This was his, this was him. That was what he looked like? Yeah. Now, these are obviously
1: drawings we right. do not know. <laughs> we do not know for sure. Um, Didn't, okay, so Lucifer had an argument with God. Yeah, he right. tried to take over God. Tried he was to trying to turn angels against God, against God to take the power. It did, it did work. He took them with him. Yeah, some of them. So, Not the majority. But those angels are called demons. That is yes, what correct. an evil yes. angel is, is a demon. Yes. And
0: I don't know why the devil thinks he can win. It didn't happen the first time.
1: Well, we already know how the story ends.
0: Yeah, and we're he's trying to gather us on his
1: side, but... Well, misery what are we loves gonna company. Do? Misery loves company. He's My not going to burn in the lake of fire on his own. Yeah, you're going to send <laughs> us
0: up against a, a 10-ringed
1: 50-foot eyeball covered angel. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, um, he's no. going to try his best to take down everyone that he can. He doesn't care that he's not winning. He just wants to take people away from the Lord. He doesn't want the Lord to have those people. Yep. It, it's like he's kind of like the the mean girl in the high school, absolutely, and, or the mean boy, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. it's like it has nothing to do with knowing that he, he how it's going to end. He's just going to do everything he can to make sure that he he's takes really down just, everybody. He's the kind he who can. just wants
0: to stick it to the man. Yeah, that's yeah. him. That's him. Yep.
1: Yeah, those are the kind of people you work with sometimes. Too. Yeah. Oh mm. man, we don't get into that.
0: <laughs> that's another episode. Okay, the thrones of. <laughs> Thrones Ophanum. Ophanum. of Ophanium o p h a n i m Ophanum? ofenum Ophanum. 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 whatever um what we'll do call them the big O <laughs> yeah, the big O these beings bear um they bear up God's throne, so they hold up his throne they're described as wheels within wheels and have eyes all over their body uh like the seraphim, they also chant God's glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are the most unique in appearance compared to the others. So they are... A ring. Yeah, multiple rings turning inside of each other covered in eyeballs. Um, crazy. <clears throat> now those are your first tiers. Then you have your second tiers, which are the do, um, dominions, which are the choir of angels, the virtues um, associated with control over the elements. Like primarily beams of light, things like that. They bring miracles to humans. Oh, okay. Um, and then powers. And they are the war uh, war beings. So they're also tasked with like governing natural order. Third tier angels are uh, principalities, guard over palace and groups like nation states, communities, and churches. Then archangels are leader angels. Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, fall under this category. They are tasked with carrying out God's specific plan. So whatever God's specific plan is, they make they're sure it happens. Yeah, the yes. guys
1: that make it happen. Yeah,
0: and then they're like um, his assistant. <laughs> you know how <laughs> your assistant makes sure your plans are done, yeah. everything's carried yeah. out just right. Like, yeah. Good, that's a good assist. They're good assistants. Yeah. Um, and then you have regular angels. <clears throat> so they are the foot soldiers of heaven. They work the most closely with humans. And um, that's how they are, this is how they're biblically ranked. Wow. So the seraphim is believed to be the highest in rank
1: biblically out of all angels. Huh. So isn't that crazy? Did you know? that in the old testament that Jesus is referred to as the angel of the lord. So he is the head angel. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of like we put the
0: president in charge of all military. Right. So he's the head military guy. Jesus is our our head of all things. So he's yeah.
1: our head angel. Yeah, that makes sense. That came from the old testament. Yeah. It's beautiful to think about it. Yeah. It is. It's a it's a great way of doing things yeah i did not know the hierarchy of angels did you know that i had heard um i had done a bible study Uh once on angels and we kind of got into that we kind of touched on it but i've been getting my information from uh dr david jeremiah he's right now doing a podcast on angels and he has a book out okay so i listen to him every morning I, i really like him he's really good yeah uh, pastor but that's where i'm getting mine good from yeah i i was interested to know this yeah that's that's a lot of a lot of history it is on angels
0: i mean and they have been around for forever so well, i mean like since I said, god created them so anything else no i think that's it for okay. for this episode we would love for you all to send any first-hand encounters that you've had we would love to know your thoughts on this um
1: um okay Thanks, everybody. That's all for this Fright, folks. Thanks for stopping by a spell. And don't forget to send us your WTF stories to Southern Fried Frights at Outlook.com. We would appreciate you following us on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast platforms. Tune in for next Friday's
0: Fright. Lord willing, and the creep don't rise. We'll holler at you later.